Hello and welcome to another Belfast Programme podcast. Today uh, we have uh, Mr. Sulman with me. So first of all, could you tell us who you are and what do you do? Um, my name is Suleiman Abdullahi. I run a small charity based in Belfast called Horn of Africa, we will say Northern Ireland. And so what is the Horn of Africa People's Aid Northern Ireland and what does it do? Uh, we basically work with the refugees who are arriving from the Horn of African regions, Somalia, Ethiopia, Eritrea and other surrounding areas such as uh, Sudan. And mainly we support them uh, initial issues uh, dealing with the English language. Uh, we run homework club, sport, uh, women's activity and also we do a bit of advocacy and highlight the issues uh, affecting them. Okay, and so could you tell us in a bit more detail some of the Hapani projects that are going on at the minute? Uh, we have, um, we are very grateful we have got the last year funding for a youth project, which is three years program uh, funded by BBC Children in Need. And that project entails for uh, basketball, football and homework club, which we run two days a week. And also we have a member of staff who's working 20 hours a week. And that was the first debate staff. But we depending on volunteers, uh, we are partnering with the Queen's Union student union and the uh, corporate uh, sponsors who uh, and the general public uh, where we got the volunteers and also we were very grateful the uh, unemployment resource center who have been in touch with the volunteer teachers which were allow us to run more than a year for absolute beginner English language. Um, so could you tell us more about the communities you're involved with then that are in Belfast at the minute? Um, the mainly myself, I really involve a wider community and also um, my profession is just to make a link and, and allow the uh, to cultural, I, I call myself cultural mediator and I, what I do normally is to inform for the general public what the refugees issue are and also how they can integrate in society and, and they can have access resources. But the mainly uh, our focus is the refugees who are more isolated and try to ease those isolation and provide uh, some sort of uh, professional advice and also practical and accompany with them whenever they navigate in system and because someone is new for example if you end up in china today and you don't speak chinese it would be very difficult for you to navigate the system and understand what you can do where you can go and also who will be responsible for your uh, immediate requirement and that is what we really provide so where we're, we're as we're a part of the belfast program we're in belfast but where would hapani be based then uh, our office in Botanic, uh, we uh, in Botanic House, which is just the bottom of this city side, uh, up of the where the post office used to, uh, and and our office is really um, very central where the our target client or, or, or members of the community live in majority in South Belfast, but the people who come actually uh, who use the service come from different parties. We have also, I forgot to mention that the City Council this year, uh, Belfast City Council has funded a project which is a summer scheme where we're running our, uh, every Wednesday for the children to have um, like a kind of different activity, drama, music and getting local culture uh, and that is working very well, a uh, very small number. Uh, I think those activity was highlighted how 
similarities in the community and at the same time uh, improve the relationships among the um, local locals uh, because of the some facilitators are from local community and also the refugees themselves find very interesting. Um, do we have then um, sort of numbers of refugee communities or numbers of refugees living in Belfast at the minute? Would we have a ballpark figure as to what they might be? It's very difficult to uh, have uh, access to data. We have is just a proxy. For example, um, every year you can see the number decrease or increase, and some people actually move out from Northern Ireland to other parts of UK. Uh, but the approximate number, the community we work, we say the Somalis, for example, around approximately 500 uh, refugees from the Horn of Africa, uh, Somalia, I mean, but the other Horn of Africa also have a big number, and uh, one of the big number also based here are Sudanese refugees. But the, a lot of people doesn't know that the biggest asylum seeker uh, in this country uh, as last year were Chinese, uh, but they are not interacted with the refugee community as far as I know. And I think the it is very difficult to measure exact figure because of the that is the home office who can have access to the data. But what we know is that whoever knock our doors and the refugees come in different ways. Some of them come into family unification, and others come to the family like like as an asylum seekers. Some asylum seekers are refusal asylum seekers who are actually destitute on some issues, which is supported by the. Uh, Red Cross will provide when the person is destitute and other charity and church groups are providing some support and people are very, very difficult in that situation when they become a destitute. A lot of uh, refu uh, asylum seekers who have ref refused or, or exhausted their, their cases are living in a very, very limbo situation. And a few organizations and a few good initiatives in Belfast who are supporting now and trying to raise those issues. And, and I myself involved in kind of advocacy level and speak about when I meet in local politicians and see if there is any room of improvement for Northern Ireland as a region to accommodate for those issues and support. Um, well, as a city then and as a country, how have you found, how do the refugees generally find living here and living in Belfast? Would they find it easier than other places? What's, what's the appeal to them coming here? Have they found it easier manageable thanks to the likes of Apani? Um, I believe this is very hard to measure. I cannot, I'm not myself a refugee, uh, I'm sec like a secondary migrant to Northern Ireland. I've been in another European country, but the people who actually uh, came as asylum seeker and refugees are very tough and meet very um, challenging situation. But in general, uh, the general public uh, or the people of, of Northern Ireland have provided a huge hospitality. And I believe that they, they, they were very, very receptive. And specifically when it comes for uh, like faith groups and the other, uh, the, the goodwill is so high. Mm -hmm. uh, but the state level, I think there is no infrastructure uh, and, and nobody meet the need of, uh, of migrants in general and also refugees because if when you are a force through the force of migration like people who flee for their lives and whenever they arrive regions like northern ireland uh, who originally uh, 
this region was in, in Northern Ireland, the society is uh, the post-conflict society and still have their own issues and struggling to settle. And then when you receive a, a, a new migrant, uh, that has created um, some tension and actually few minority individuals and in such as a hate crime of happening now and then and even last night I saw a family who their house was smashed from the window and someone uh, has to flee where they were living. So there are uh, very small issues which you cannot ignore but at the same time in general mm -hmm. uh, the Northern Ireland was uh, the general public were very helpful and uh, there's a lot of goodwill and support okay. for refugees. Okay. Well, unfortunately, we've run out of time, but I'm sure we'll have uh, Suleiman back online soon. So thank you very much, Suleiman, um, for the Belfast Programme podcast. Thank you very much. Thank you, Alan.